Good morning. Welcome to our podcast, Worship Service Remote, for First United Methodist Church of West Pittston, Pennsylvania, and for Plains United Methodist Church of Plains, Pennsylvania. Our scripture readings for later in the service will be First Chronicles 29, 10 through 16, and John 15, 1 through 5. I am Reverend Tenny Rupnick, and my email address is 10 Hut Rub at gmail.com. That's T-E-N-H-U-T-R-U-P at gmail.com. Please send me any prayer requests you have and let me know if they are private in nature and I'll pray for them privately. Or if it's okay to share on the next week's podcast so that your church family may be praying for you. Our prayer requests for this week for our charge are for Clyde Dukes, for Ron's brother Mark, for Harold Burrett on his continued surgery recovery. He is now at home, praise God. For Sue and Ty Williams, and for all our healthcare workers and first responders. And a couple of quick announcements. Firstly, for those of you who don't know, church is meeting together and in person once again. If you haven't worshiped with us before, or if you've fallen off from church attendance for whatever reason, we'd love to see you there. Secondly, this podcast will continue to be offered as a joint effort, a charge podcast for both Plains UMC and First UMC. So please continue to tune in and to share it with others as you may feel led to do so. The fifth Sunday after Pentecost, July 5th, 2020. Because it is 4th of July weekend, Independence Day weekend. Our first hymn this morning is America the Beautiful, number 696 in the hymnal, and I'll be singing it. Oh, beautiful for spacious skies, for amber waves of grain, for purple mountain majesties, above the fruited plain. America, America, God shed his grace on thee, and crown thy good with brotherhood from sea to shining sea. Oh, beautiful for heroes proved in liberating strife, who more than self their country loved, and mercy more than life. America, America, may God thy gold refine. Till all success be nobleness and every gain divine. Oh, beautiful for patriot dream that sees beyond the years. Thine alabaster cities gleam undimmed by human tears. America, America, God mend thine every flaw. 
Our gathering meditation for this morning is taken from the book of Proverbs, chapter 3, verses 5 through 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and do not rely on your own insight. In all your ways acknowledge him, and he will make straight your paths. Gather together with me by closing your eyes and imagining our Lord drawing you nearer and nearer to his presence and his grace. Open your ears and mind, make ready your spirit and heart. And in your space and through this time, may you hear God's word, feel God's touch and know God's love. For you are God's most precious child. Our call to worship is taken from Psalm 54. God is our helper. The Lord is the upholder of our lives. We will give thanks to your name, O Lord, for it is good. For you have delivered us from every trouble. trouble. You save us by your name and you vindicate us by your might. God is our helper. The Lord is the upholder of our lives. Our opening prayer. Holy Lord, the one true God, we welcome your love, long for your presence, and hope for your grace. We ask that you shine your light upon us this day, that our hearts are warmed and opened, and that we might more clearly see. Amen. Our next hymn for this morning is El Shaddai, number 123 in the hymnal, but with more lyrics as Amy Grant and others have sung it. El Shaddai, El Shaddai, El Elyana Adonai, age to age you're still the same, by the power of the name, El Shaddai, El Shaddai, Er Kamkana Adonai, we will praise and lift you high, El Shaddai. Through your love and through the ram, you save the son of Abraham. Through the power of your hand, you turn the sea into dry land. To the outcast on her knees, you were the God who really sees. And by your might, you set your children free. El Shaddai, El Shaddai, El Elyana Adonai. Age to age, you're still the same. By the power of the name, El Shaddai, El Shaddai, Er Kamkana Adonai. We will praise and lift you high, El Shaddai. Through the years you've made it clear that the time of Christ was near. Though the people couldn't see what Messiah ought to be, though your word contained the plan, 
they just could not understand. Your most awesome work was done through the frailty of your son. El Shaddai, El Shaddai, El Elyana Adonai, age to age you're still the same by the power of the name el shaddai el shaddai ercom kana adonai we will praise you till we die el shaddai El Shaddai, El Shaddai, El Elyana Adonai. Age to age, you're still the same by the power of the name. El Shaddai, El Shaddai, Ercom Kana Adonai. We will praise and lift you high. We will praise you till we die. We will praise you, God on high. El Shaddai. Let's join together now in our confession of faith, the Apostles' Creed. Let us say what we believe and believe what we say. I believe in God the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. The third day he rose from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sitteth at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Glory be to the Father, to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Amen. And now the time is the time for our children's message this morning. Our scripture is John 15, 5. In it, Jesus says, Yes, I am the vine, you are the branches. Those who remain in me and I in them will produce much fruit. For apart from me, you can do nothing. Have you ever noticed that when Jesus was teaching, he often told stories to help his followers understand what he wanted them to learn? Well, he did do this, and our Bible lesson today is one of those stories. If Jesus had given his stories a title, he might have called this story the vine and the branches. This story is about grape vines. He chose the grapevine for this story because in the land where Jesus lived, there were many grapevines, and he knew his followers would know a lot about grapevines. I don't know if you have ever seen a grapevine, but there are two parts to the grapevine. There is the vine, the long, ropey, trunk part of the plant, and there are the branches growing out of the vine. The grapes grow on the branches. 
That is pretty much like any fruit tree that you might have seen. They have a trunk and branches with fruit growing on the branches. The only way that a branch can have fruit on it is for it to remain connected to the trunk. Imagine you find a branch lying on the ground. Imagine you are turning it over in your hands after picking it up and you're looking at it. It's very dead looking, really brown and dry. It has no leaves and no sign of life left in it. If the branch you found came from a fruit tree, it will never have any fruit on it again. No good and sweet things to share. That is what Jesus wanted his followers to understand as he told his story about the grapevine. He wanted them to understand how important it was for them to stay connected to him. He told them, I am the vine or the trunk and you are the branches. If you remain in me, you will have much fruit, but apart from me, you can produce nothing good and sweet. Jesus wants you and me to produce fruit in our life. That is, Jesus wants us to be good and sweet and kind and to do good and sweet and kind things for others. He wants us to be gentle and generous and patient and loving. Can we do that on our own? This scripture says no way. Just as the branches must be connected to the vine before they can produce good and sweet things, their fruit, you and I must stay connected to Jesus to produce the good fruit that God expects of us. If we keep our life connected to Jesus, we will grow. Our life will produce good and sweet things all the time. But if we are separated from Jesus, we will be like the dead branch you imagined holding in your hands. We will have no good and sweet things coming out of us and will be withered and without life. Let's pray now and ask God to help us to remain faithful in staying connected to Jesus by following Jesus and by following his teachings. You can repeat the words after I say them. Heavenly Father, we ask you to help us to be faithful followers of Jesus and to produce much fruit, many good and sweet things in our lives. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Our prayer for illumination. Gracious God, as we turn to your word for us, may the spirit of God rest upon us. Help us to be steadfast in our hearing, in our speaking, in our believing and in our living. Calm us now, O Lord, into a quietness that heals and listens. Open wounded hearts to the balm of your word. Speak to us in clear tones so that we might feel our spirits leap for joy and skip with hope as your resurrection witnesses. Through Christ our Lord and all God's children say, Amen. Our Old Testament reading for this morning is taken from the book of First Chronicles, chapter 29. And I'll be reading verses 10 through 16. 
These are words that King David said as he saw the great offerings that the people were bringing and giving for the newly built temple of the Lord. Then David blessed the Lord in the presence of all the assembly. David said, Blessed are you, O Lord, the God of our ancestor Israel, forever and ever. Yours, O Lord, are the greatness, the power, the glory, the victory, and the majesty. For all that is in the heavens and on the earth is yours. Yours is the kingdom, O God, and you are exalted as head above all. Riches and honor came from you, and you rule over all. In your hand are power and might, and it is in your hand to make great and to give strength to all. And now, our God, we give thanks to you and praise your glorious name. But who am I and what is my people that we should be able to make this free will offering? For all things come from you, and of your own we have given back to you. For we are merely aliens and transients before you, as were all our ancestors. Our days on the earth are like a shadow, and there is no hope. O Lord, our God, all this abundance that we have provided comes from your hand and is all your own. Our gospel reading is from John 15, verses 1 through 5. And this is Jesus speaking. I am the true vine, and my Father is the vine grower. He removes every branch in me that bears no fruit. Every branch that bears fruit, he prunes to make it bear more fruit. You have already been cleansed by the word that I have spoken to you. Abide in me as I abide in you. Just as the branch cannot bear fruit by itself unless it abides in the vine, neither can you unless you abide in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. Those who abide in me and I in them bear much fruit, because apart from me, you can do nothing. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. The title of the message for today is A Declaration of Dependence. Americans love to celebrate Independence Day. We like the patriotism and the parades. We like the fireworks when our communities have them and when we can light them ourselves. And we like the hanging out with family and friends but I think we mostly like the eating, the parties, the cookouts, the picnics, the food. Our supermarkets stock up with extra hot dogs and hamburger, and they make sure that they have plenty of ribs and shrimp and steak and charcoal. Their delis and bakeries crank out the pasta salad and potato salad, the fruit salad and cookies and cake. Folks stock up on chips and soda, on corn on the cob, fresh melon, and beer. It's human nature, isn't it, that food always becomes a big part of our festivities and celebrations. And the fourth is a celebration, no doubt about that. A time to celebrate our country, our patriotism, our freedom. And it's true that as Americans, we tend to flaunt and flourish our contentment, our satisfaction, our joy in being American. 
that we tend to name and claim our freedom in front of anyone who will watch and listen before the whole world, if we can, on this day. We're proud of our heritage. We honor our history. We own our identity. We are a big nation and a powerful one, and we like to show off our freedom, our independence, in a big way. You know, we have always been a rather independent bunch of people as Americans. We've always placed a great deal of emphasis on self-reliance, the deeply rooted conviction that as a nation, we can govern and defend and take care of ourselves without any outside help or assistance. The belief that we can get along and prosper solely with our own resources, ingenuity and energy. And we've tended to apply those same convictions to our personal lives as well. Most of us are probably well enough versed in what social historians call the great myth of the self-made man, the self-made person. That the idea that anyone anywhere can make themselves into anything they want to be. That belief that we don't really need anyone or anything else to succeed except for what's already inside of us. The conviction that if we only have enough guts and determination, ambition and drive, we can pull ourselves up by our own bootstraps. That dream that if we only work hard enough, long enough and smart enough, we can, as the old song puts it, climb every mountain, ford every stream, follow every rainbow till you find your dream. Now, of course, these ideas aren't unique to just our nation, but they have particularly strong roots here. I mean, we Americans love a good rags to riches story. We applaud folks and make celebrities out of those who by sheer grit overcome enormous odds to become something greater than they once were. We turn sentimental watching movies like Rocky and Forrest Gump and the more recent Wonder. If you haven't seen the movie Wonder, I highly recommend it. It is wonderful. Movies in which an apparent loser becomes a winner, all because he or she had the drive and self-determination to rise to the top. And there are a lot of us who try and live by these ideals. We strive to be independent and tough and self-reliant. I'm one of those people myself, a person who likes to try and go it alone. Folks like us like to believe that we don't need anyone's help, that we can handle life quite well on our own, thank you, that we've got what it takes to get by, that we can do it by ourselves, that we are indeed the master of our own fate, the captains of our own soul. Now in one sense, I suppose there's nothing necessarily wrong with these ideas and convictions. After all, taken in moderation, Independence and self-reliance can be very good things. And I'd be the last person to suggest that people can't or shouldn't try and pursue their dreams with energy and passion and determination. But if taken to an extreme, if taken to the extreme, this way of thinking can lead to some pretty damaging ways of living. For one thing, it can become an incredibly lonely an entirely isolating way to live. For another, living in extreme independence is a way of living that is filled with damaging pride 
as one thinks that he or she has it all together and needs no other. And there are other problems with this way of living when taken to the extreme, of course. But the final one I'd like to touch upon now, the important one to focus upon for our purposes today, is that to live that way, to be totally and stubbornly self-reliant, well, it's wholly unnatural and that it goes against our God-given nature. Yeah, extreme independence and toughness and self-reliance go completely against the way we were formed and made to be by our Creator, our God in heaven. For we were made to be in community, in relationship, to make and keep connections, to live lives filled with friendship and love. Do you remember the Trinity Sunday podcast? The sermon then when we talked about God's nature as the three in one, about how God, God's self is always by nature in relationship together, in relationship together as Father, Son, and Holy Spirit in one, and how we, as God's creation, we are formed in the imago dei to be in God's own image. We are a creation meant to be, like our Creator, in constant communion with others, just as God always is. And because of that, if we insist upon being completely independent and self-reliant, and if we take the attitude that we don't need anyone else for anything, we are acting contrary to our God-given nature, which only causes us confusion and harm. In our gospel text for today, the scripture reading from John 15, Jesus speaks of total dependence. And I wanted to use the scripture specifically today for this summertime holiday time during which we most commonly flaunt and flourish our independence. Because in this John 15 passage, Jesus is speaking to the exact opposite as he addresses the human condition of needing connection. He stresses the inarguable truth that God's creation needs God. Because in this scripture, Jesus talks about the vine and the branches. Jesus not only says we should try to be dependent, but Jesus says that we absolutely have to be. For Jesus said, abide in me as I abide in you. Just as the branch cannot bear fruit by itself unless it abides in the vine, neither can you unless you abide in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. Those who abide in me and I in them bear much fruit because apart from me, you can do nothing. Because apart from our creator, our savior, the Holy Spirit, we can do nothing because apart from our God, we can do nothing. So by all means, celebrate on this Independence Day weekend as you will and as you likely have been. Be happy about the independence that this country achieved from colonial rule. I hope you enjoyed your cookouts and picnics, had fresh fruit or decadent desserts, and some family time and maybe even lit a few fireworks or even got a little sunburned. I hope you were able to eke out some summer fun in this weird COVID time we're all in. But I also encourage you, 
as you might remember and do celebrate our nation's declaration of independence, I also encourage you to be making a declaration of your own. A declaration of an altogether different sort, kind, or type. A declaration of dependence. A declaration of dependence upon God, your creator. A declaration of dependence upon God as your savior. A declaration of dependence upon the Holy Spirit God gives to us for comfort and guidance and support. A declaration of your dependence upon your Christian faith and the free and unfettered practice of it. A declaration of dependence upon your Christian family and your Christian community. A declaration of your spiritual dependence. A declaration that admits and embraces the truth that as children of God and as disciples of Christ and as recipients of that Holy Spirit, that we are completely and utterly needy and codependent and reliant upon God and upon one another. And let it be a declaration that that's more than okay. In fact, that that's exactly as we are meant to be. For as Jesus reminded us, apart from me, you can do nothing. And why would we even want to try? In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Our next hymn for this morning is number 562 in our hymnal and is entitled, Jesus Lord, We Look to Thee. Jesus Lord, we look to thee. Let us in thy name agree. Show thyself, the Prince of Peace. Bid our strife forever cease. By thy reconciling love, every stumbling block remove. Each to each unite in dear, come and spread thy banner here. Make us one of heart and mind, gentle, courteous, and kind, lowly, meek in thought and word, altogether like our Lord. Let us for each other care, each other's burdens bear. To thy church that pattern give, show how true believers live. Free from anger and from pride, let us thus in God abide. All the depths of love express all the heights of holiness. Let us then with joy remove to the family above. On the wings of angels fly, show how true believers die. At this point in our podcast, we remember our call to support our churches with our time and our talents, as well as our treasure. Please remember that even though this podcast may make it easier sometimes when you cannot be at church, please remember that your church family still needs your presence. They need you in person. They need your smile, your presence, your gifts. Church attendance should not be about what we get out of it. Rather, it should always be about what we are meant to be giving to others. As God gave generously to us, so we give back onto our God. And so I say now, as I say every week, just as our almighty God gave entirely of God's self for our sakes, we are likewise called to give of ourselves for the sake of others. Let us pray. 
Almighty God, we worship you with gladness. We are your people. Your love endures forever. You have been faithful to all generations. As witness to this faith which we claim, we boldly give money for ministry which changes people's lives in your holy name. We also boldly give our time, ourselves, our talents. We give because we know the amazing ways that these churches, this charge, and our discipleship makes a difference. With joy in our hearts, we give and say joyfully, Alleluia and Amen. Praise God from whom all blessings flow. Praise God, all creatures here below. Praise God above, ye heavenly host. Praise Creator Christ and Holy Ghost. Amen. For our pastoral prayer this morning, when you hear me say the words, Lord, in your mercy, please respond with the phrase, hear our prayer. Hear our prayer. Let's practice this once quickly. So I may pray something like, Lord God, please be with those today who are lonely. Lord, in your mercy. And you say, hear our prayer. And now as we have so gathered, not together in body physically, but still together as the body of Christ, let us bend the knees of our hearts and bow our heads before our creator, sustainer, and Lord in prayer. Let us pray. O Lord, hear our prayer. O Lord, hear our prayer. When we call, answer us. O Lord, hear our prayer. O Lord, hear our prayer. Come and listen to Merciful God, full of grace, hear our prayers of confession and our prayers of need in these next few moments of silence. Jesus said, if you abide in me, and my words abide in you. Ask for whatever you wish and it will be done for you. Let us now approach our God in confidence. Risen Lord, you came as a sacrifice for our sin. Give us faith to accept this act of love so that we turn from all human efforts and drink in the atoning righteousness of your death and resurrection. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Risen Lord, you are the true vine and we are the branches. By your spirit, produce the kind of fruit, the love, the joy, the peace and patience in us for others to taste and enjoy. Keep us from hanging on to all the love for ourselves. Prune all selfishness from us and fill us with your love so we may pass it on to others. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Risen Lord, have mercy on your earth and supply its needs. Where people are hungry, give food. Where people are in distress, comfort them. Where people are in trouble, bring order and peace. And turn the whole world to you in faithfulness, repentance, and praise. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer.
Lord Jesus Christ, focus our love and attention now on people we know with distinct needs. Heal those who are unwell or who are recovering, particularly Clyde Dukes and Mark, Harold Burrett and Sue Williams, and others in need whom we now name silently in our hearts. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for hearing us and caring for us in all our needs. Constantly intercede for us before our Heavenly Father and open our eyes that we may see God through you. We ask all this in your holy name, for you live and reign with the Creator and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. For it is in the name of Christ Jesus that we pray all these things and continue to pray now as he taught us to, saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Our final hymn this morning is number 139 in the hymnal, entitled, Praise to the Lord, the Almighty. And I'll be singing it. Praise to the Lord, the Almighty, the King of creation. O my soul, praise him, for he is thy health and salvation. All ye who hear, now to his temple draw near. Join me in glad adoration. Praise to the Lord, who o'er all things so wondrously reigning. Bears the on eagle's wings, air in his keeping maintaining. God's care enfolds all whose true good he upholds. Hast thou not known his sustaining? Praise to the Lord who doth prosper thy work and defend thee. Surely his goodness and mercy here daily attend thee. Ponder anew what the Almighty can do, who with his love doth befriend thee. Praise to the Lord who doth nourish thy life and restore thee, fitting thee well for the tasks that are ever before thee. Then to thy need, God as a mother doth speed, spreading the wings of grace o'er thee. Praise to the Lord, O let all that is in me adore him. All that hath life and breath come now with praises before him. Let the Amen sound from his people again, gladly forever adore him.
Before we take our leave now of one another, may we recite the Wesleyan Covenant prayer together. I am no longer my own, but yours. Put me to what you will, rank me with whom you will. Put me to doing, put me to suffering. Let me be employed for you or laid aside for you, exalted for you or brought low for you. Let me be full, let me be empty. Let me have all things, let me have nothing. I freely and wholeheartedly yield all things to your pleasure and disposal. And now, glorious and blessed God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, you are mine and I am yours. So be it. And the covenant now made on earth, let it be ratified in heaven. Amen. May the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, guard our hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. And let the peace of Christ rule in our hearts, to which indeed we are called in one body. And may we be thankful as we grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. To him be the glory both now and to the day of eternity. We go in peace to love and serve the Lord. Amen. Shalom to you now, shalom my friends. May God's full mercies bless you, my friends. In all your living and through your loving, Christ be your shalom. Christ be your shalom.